0: God bless you. You're listening to the Love Thy Neighbor podcast, and I'm your host, Anthony Wilson. This week on Love Thy Neighbor, the Monday motivation, we're going to be talking to a powerful man of God who loves to worship God, Aaron Beach from Praise Without Ceasing podcast we are going to dive in deep into the greek and the hebrew and all the aspects of worship in the bible so get ready hold on to your seat and prepare to fall in love with worship all over again god bless you stay tuned All right. Well, God bless you. You're listening to the Love Thy Neighbor podcast network and I'm your host, Anthony Wilson. And today I have a great guest, a young man that I just recently met who is in love with worship. This is brother Aaron Beach from the Praise Without Ceasing podcast. How are you doing today, Aaron?
1: Oh, I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me today.
0: Now, Aaron, where, where are you from? Where, where, where part of the world are you from?
1: I am in Indiana. I uh, was born in Warsaw, Indiana, and uh, I've uh, been in Indiana most of my life. I was in Kentucky for a little bit, helping my dad take care of his father. Um, But for the most part, I've been in Indiana.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So are you married, single? Tell me about yourself.
1: I am single. Yeah. Haven't really found that perfect lady yet, but I'm not really looking right now. I've just got more important things in my mind about seeking things with the Lord and uh He's just got a lot of things he wants me to do. And I think a woman would kind of complicate things right now.
0: Amen. You don't hear that a lot. You know, I have two children that are single. One is 25 and the other is 22. And um, they're, you know, doing college and um, living their life. And they're kind of content right now, single, which is not normal in today's culture. So um, my hat's off to you. How old are you, Aaron?
1: I am thirty.
0: All right. So you, you, you're hanging in there, trusting God, staying focused on the Lord. Yeah, when that time comes, you'll, you'll know. You'll know. You yes. definitely will know. So what do you do, Aaron? What, what is your professional life?
1: Well, I mostly work as a web developer. I've, um, I've been in programming for over a decade now. And uh, it's what I studied in college. Um, so I've been, I've been doing that a while. I do freelance. I work for a company. And I also do stuff for my church. I do a lot of different media things like social media and uh, displays and presentations and videos. Uh, it's kind of the whole work.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Sounds great. Now, Aaron, what is your passion? What are you passionate about?
1: You know, it's the Lord. I'm just passionate about the Lord. God is so good to me. He's He's done so many amazing things in my life. And I've seen him just work in my family and just bring about miraculous things. And uh, he's got my whole heart. And he's uh, he's put into me this this passion for worship and music and writing and teaching. And so those are my passions.
0: Hey, Amen. That is wonderful. That is so wonderful. Now, tell, uh, tell me about your podcast, uh, the name of it, and how did that get started and how long you've been doing it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Praise without ceasing. Uh, Yeah. I was um, just worshiping the Lord one day and just kind of talking with him. And he was telling me that I have all this word and all of this, all these, um, these revelations that he's poured into me. And he wanted me to start sharing them. And so I was like, well, how do you want me to do that? And he told me you need to start using on Facebook. So I started sharing stuff on Facebook and he gave me some verses to start meditating on. Which was Isaiah 50 and 4, the Lord God hath given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He wakeneth morning by wor- morning. He wakeneth my ear to hear as the learned. And then also Second Timothy 4:2, preach the word, be instant in season and out of season, convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. And Proverbs 15:23, which is a word in, uh, a man hath joy by the answer of his mouth and a word in due season, how good it is. And he had me just start meditating on these verses. And the more I meditated on them, the more boldness I got. And he was like, well, I do have a word that the Lord wants me to share. And as I did that, he's like, you should start like uh, a worship thing. I'm like, why, why do I need to start a worship thing? I worship you for just fine alone. And he's like, I need you to start. And uh, I need you to start exhorting and encouraging the body of Christ. And um, so I just started off, it, the first thing I was going to do was just kind of be like, oh, well, I'll just make it an internal thing and just share it with my friends. And I did that for a good, you know, month, month and a half. And then the Lord's like, you should start this as a podcast. You should, this should be a podcast. And like, but I don't even know how to start a podcast. He's like, well, I'll show you. And mm-hmm. so I came across Anchor and uh, it was a lot easier than I thought it would be. Anchor's been really helpful getting the, the podcast out there. And, um, so I just did my, I did the first one. I want to say it was in not May. Was it May or May? What does it say? I think it's May. I want to say May. It's it's like, it was during all the COVID stuff when people needed encouragement. And, um, so I did the first one in May and uh, it went really well. And I just started doing it and started inviting friends. And some of my friends started joining and then it just became this whole, podcast of just praise and worship and encouragement and exhortation and sometimes teaching and prophecy and it just became this awesome work of the Lord and I'm just it's a privilege to be able to be a part of it really it is.
0: Amen, and yes, and that's how I found you was through the podcast. I mean, the Lord used that to even connect us. This is just an awesome media uh, medium to to connect with each other. It's a, a great a place of a uh, to to meet new friends, so to speak. And so I'm happy that I got a chance to meet you. And today we're going to dive into your passion. The thing that you really, really love is the Lord and worshiping the Lord. And so uh, to get this thing started, um, what is worship? What is worship for our listeners? What is worship?
1: It's uh, it's a very interesting topic, and when you get into the word, which we love to get into the word, yes, as, as I as I know, um, there are different words for the word worship, and if you look in the Hebrew, um, I should have wrote down the strongs, but the word is shekha, and it goes; it means to bow down, or to depress, to prostrate oneself before superior in homage. So before God in worship, it could even have been before false gods or before angels. And a few verses where you see uh, shikah in action: First um, Chronicles sixteen twenty nine, give unto the Lord the glory glory due unto His name, bring an offering and come before Him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. In Psalm 22, 27, all the ends of the world shall remember and turn on to the Lord and all the kindreds of the nations shall worship before thee. And so that's the Hebrew one for worship. And that means to bow down, to prostrate oneself before a superior in homage.
0: Amen. Amen. Yeah, worship is, um, I think it's something that, People kind of create their own version of it. And if we're going to really worship God properly, right, we're, we're going to have to go to the word. We have to go to the Bible and get what the Bible is talking about and understand it and define it. Um, mm-hmm. Are there any New Testament words or any other words you want to share with us about what worship is?
1: Yeah, yeah, there is another one. And this is the New Testament. It's in Greek. It's a proskuneo, and it means to kiss the hand. To towards one in token of reverence among the Orientals especially the Persians to fall upon the knees and touch the ground with the forehead as an expression of profound reverence
0: mm-hmm. and also
1: means by kneeling or prostration to do homage or make obeisance whether in order to express respect or to make supplication and it's always to someone of superior rank yes. we see this in one of the most common verses you hear of worship uh, John 4 24 mm-hmm. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth and so you also see it in Matthew 8 2 and behold there came a leper and worshiped him saying Lord if thou will thou canst make me clean and there are very there are many more verses we could go into um, but just wanted to give you kind of a just a taste of it's the it's that worship of just showing the reverence, the respect, the honor that's due to the Lord in His name.
0: Yeah, one one of my favorite ones is in also in John. I think it's John chapter nine, um, and it's the the man that was blind, but now he sees. He comes to Jesus, or Jesus comes to him outside the temple, and he asked him, you know, do you know um, who the son of Son of God is? And he said, No, I don't know who it is. Um, he said, Well, I am He. And the Bible says that he bows down and he worships him. And it's that same word to kiss the hand, to prostrate, to kneel, to bow before. And it's just a beautiful picture of just how we should honor God. And Mm -hmm. if we're honoring God, if we're really showing him our love and our reverence for him, um, when we think about uh, what should come out of that what should come out of this worship for god you know um one of the things that we people talk about is the blessings right the blessings you know um well what is the what is the real blessing of worshiping god
1: yeah absolutely it's the real worship uh, the real blessing of worship it's that relationship with the lord just having the relationship to know that you have someone who's got your best interests at heart, who's got an amazing plan for you, who has healing and prosperity and provision and a fun journey. And he's got all these relationships that he wants for you. And it's just to know, to experience the the presence of God on a daily basis, on a moment to moment basis, to be able to speak with the almighty God of all creation anytime you want. And he actually answers back. He will converse with you. It's just amazing to think about that's how much, God loves us, that he wanted to have a personal relationship with us. It's not something where, oh, I'm just going to save them, just send Jesus. And, oh, yeah, well, I saved them. Why why would I care about that? No, it's not like that. He's so intimate with us. He knows our every everything about us. He knows how many hairs are on the top of our head or how many there aren't. He knows everything, every little detail about our lives because he cares because he cares about us and loves us
0: now share with me and, and this is probably a little off script but share with me some of your favorite worship songs that really really connect with god that really are like authentic this is really you when you worship
1: oh man this this is so many um, <laughs> to put me on the spot here um break every chain has mm. been one of my go-tos as as is um tremble tremble and break every chain those two I, I could be singing those just about any day <laughs> <laughs> i yeah the break every chain it's just such a simple song but as you sing it it's like you can just sense the chains breaking you can just sense the freedom in the air the liberty is just being released and um with tremble you can just feel the deliverance you can just feel the love of the Lord and, just how much that he really does care. And um I also like what a beautiful name.
0: Mm, yes. It's yeah. it's a really
1: good one. And it just kind of just speaks to how awesome our God is and all that he's done for us. And he does have the most beautiful name that is in all existence. And just speaking the name of Jesus, yeah. It's just um next level.
0: <laughs> yes, it yes, it is because. Worship takes you to that place where God is near. And uh, because a lot of times in the busyness of life and um, when you're going through the hustle and bustle of of doing things, um, you need to stop and be with the Lord. One of the things I say at our church is that we don't want to just do things for God. We want to do things with God. We want to walk with him. We want to talk with him. Uh, Worship. It should be bigger than just like a Sunday service or just a worship service. And so how should we worship God? How should we worship him?
1: Right, right. Well, our motivation for worship would be because God loves us so much. And because we know he loves us so much that we just want to thank. We just want to be thankful and grateful to him. And we can express that in all different sorts of ways. Uh, Worship is really, truly a lifestyle. Yes, And so all different ways we can praise the Lord. And I've got a few verses here that I'd like to just point out. In um, Colossians 3.23, it says, And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. And what that's really saying is that no matter what you are doing, even if it's a work job, no matter if it's um, artistry, If like if it's a passion of yours, if it's a talent that the Lord's giving you, if you're doing it for his glory, that is worship, because worship is honoring the Lord wherever you are in every circumstance at all times. And as we just continue to worship him, it's just it just gets bigger and bigger. We just want to worship him more and more and more and more. And it just keeps building. And I don't think it ever stops. That's why I always like to say praise without ceasing. We never stop. We never stop worshiping. We never stop praising him because he's so worthy of it. He's done so much for us. And the more we praise him, the more we just see him work in our lives. It's just mind-blowing how the Lord has set that up.
0: Amen. Amen. I was uh, actually, I wanted to quote something from your podcast. I was listening to it and I heard the phrase that, you know, the Bible says to pray without ceasing, but we should also praise without ceasing the Bible says that, um, that we should rejoice. And again, I say rejoice in the Lord always. And and that, that means that this thing should be not confined to certain moments. We should have a praise in the car. We should have a praise, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, in the grocery store, we should have a a praise on our lips because God is worthy of that. Isn't he? I mean,
1: yes, yes,
0: yes. (laughs) So. Uh, you talked about the motivation of worship. Um, When we talk about the motivation of worship, so many people are worshiping for some very temporal and um, earthly, you know, uh, reasons, but the presence of God should be something that we seek because that's where we're going to be for eternity. Right. And so that should start now. (laughs) that that's mm-hmm. it because if we start building that relationship with God now when eternity comes uh, the 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 transition's going to be very easy but if we're worshiping God for things here we're, we're not going to be able to keep these things here so we're going to have to leave those things behind and then reorientate our mind to go after God uh, what is your focus when you're worshiping God personally
1: yes yes um It's just, it's the goodness and the love that he's got for me. Uh, I mean, he's brought me through a lot of things. Um, My my mother passed away in 2018, and that was a very difficult time. And I just want to share a quick story about this. Mm -hmm. So I was invited to a worship service about, I want to say, two weeks after she passed. Maybe three weeks. The times kind of uh, blur together when you're grieving. And... um, So my friend, he said, well, there's this worship service. I'd love to take you to it. Um, I think it'll help you out and you you should just come with me. And so I went with him and it was just a beautiful night of worship. And there was this song and it just reminded me so much of my mother because my mother was a prayer warrior. She was a a praise singer. She um, played keyboard all her life, just about. And she wrote music and she sang. And so... I kind of got that off from her. It rubbed off on me. (laughs) Um, But as I'm saying, that one of the songs just reminded me so much of mom. And I just was like, okay, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. And the Lord's like, just let it all out, son. And I, I weeped. I bawled. I fell down to the ground and I bowed before the Lord. I gave him the worship. I gave him my whole heart. I gave him everything that I had. And then... I felt him wipe away my tears. Mm. I I felt it. Now no one can tell me I didn't. No one can say, you know, that, that didn't happen. But I, I felt his hand go across both right under both of my eyes, wipe my tears away and say it's gonna be all right.
0: That is that that's amazing. You know, I I, I lost my mother um nearly twenty um, one years ago. Um, and I still miss her. And my, my mom was a singer, worship singer, um, traveled with, you know, bands like the Winans and, you know, um, Andre Crouch and all those, you know, um, gospel icons from back in the day. And she was the one, you know, that really got me into worship. Um, my whole family singers and, um, musicians and things of that, nature. And so I I really, you know, know what you mean. And, you know, definitely, I know it's been two years, but I want to say personally, my condolences, you know, um, to you because that it never goes away. Um, you know where she is, so you're excited about that. So you don't worry about that, but you know, to have those Mm -hmm. conversations and for her to experience some of the things that, you know, you're doing in your life, um, you would love for her to be here. Uh, to enjoy some of those things with you. So I definitely, definitely, uh, sympathize with you and, um, you know, encourage you, you know, to keep doing what you're doing because it's blessing a lot of people. And if she was here, she'd probably be urging you on doing it right with you, writing songs with you, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, yeah. It'd be a- 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 amazing. Um, wow. Um, that really, that really hit me because uh, a friend of mine, uh, um, his father just passed and he happened to be there um, the day I got the call um, about my mother and had to rush to the hospital. And so I had to comfort him today. And in comforting him, he brought that up. And so you talking about it, you brought it up, you know, again, but it's a good it's a good thing. You know, it's a good mm-hmm. thing um, because we don't want to forget those that we love. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. So right in- Go ahead. Go no. Go ahead. You go ahead. What you were getting ready to say something? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. That all happened during worship. Because when I'm worshiping the Lord, I never feel closer to the Lord than when I'm worshiping Him. And it's just the, His presence. Just I've the most times that I've had like experiences with the Lord. It was when I was worshiping. It wasn't just when I was studying and meditating. It's when I was worshiping. Now the studying and meditating is good you definitely should be doing that yes. will definitely do that yeah uh, worship is what really gets my heart close closer to the Lord and then that's when cool things happen
0: well you know I think you bring up an awesome point because the studying is what gives you you know um, the foundation for what worship should look like for what it mm-hmm. should be and so by studying the word. It gives you what you need so that you can go and experience what the word is talking about. So you're not just reading the word, right, to have the information. You're reading the word so that you can know God and experience him. And so worship is taking what we've read and now experiencing God. Um, and that that fires me up um, mm-hmm. because it's one thing to just read it, right? But it's another right. thing to experience God, right? Yes. Amen, amen. So, right. Um, when did you? When does your earliest memory of of worship? Um, you know, hearing that your mom was a worshipper and a musician. When, when was your earliest me- me- memory of worship?
1: Oh man, so my mom was. She was always worshiping, <laughs> ever since I knew her as a, as her son she was always worshiping she was always praying for someone she was always talking with someone and ministering or writing a song i i saw it all throughout my childhood and adulthood i mean i i saw her doing it she was she was worshiping she was praising she was singing she was ministering she was getting results and when i started thinking about like how awesome that was when i really started taking worship seriously i was more in my teens um, I think I was around 18 when I started taking worship seriously I wanted her to teach me a uh, piano and um, that's when I started taking taking it seriously it's like I really want to worship the Lord I want to learn these musicians and musics I want to learn the different music instruments and the different ways to sing so I can worship the Lord because I, I just felt like I wasn't equipped and I know that's it's probably not the right way to think about it, but that's how I thought about it when I was younger. I wasn't quite as experienced in the Lord and, and in the word as I am now, but it did help me to just kind of set me into like the motion. She set all of this in motion when she was, um, when she was able to just kind of teach me about worship, teach me about music and teach me about the Lord and his presence. And cause I, I experienced it firsthand through all of her music. And so she was able to just teach me too. And um, I guess my earliest memory really is just all of of my memories, I guess I could say.
0: (laughs) Amen. Amen. I think you said something important. Um, And it's not that, you know, because the Bible just says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, right? So it's not really, you know, oh, you know, got to have this. But David also played skillfully before the Lord. And so there, there is this desire to do it well to, to, you know, whatever you do, you do it, um, with all of your might, right. Unto the Lord yes. and not unto man. And so, yeah, you, you, you want to do it with the best that you have and, but you start where you, wherever you are, you know, another mm-hmm. verse that right. really impacts me is, um, Colossians three sixteen. It says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly with all wisdom. Um, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs um and i just love that because uh, worship through music also is telling people about god Uh it's not just singing songs so you can't just you know put you know a rhythm together you can't just put phrases together, it actually has to say something about God and it has to teach people about who God is. And so as a person who writes, um, how does the word of God help you uh, to come up even with your lyrics along with your love for God?
1: Oh man, I just get so inspired. I just see things in life and I just get so inspired and I just, I write what the Lord has given me. And you know, if you're praising his, his beauty, you're praising his goodness, you're praising his kindness. You're praising Jesus in the midst of the storm. I mean, if you just look in all around you, there's all types of inspiration. And um, because when you understand that all things consist in him, you know, he's the head of the body. He's the head of the church Mm -hmm. and all things in him exist. And without him, they wouldn't exist. So we understand that God created everything that's good. He created everything that's good. And so we can find inspiration in just about anything. To write about the Lord, and um, yeah, I will rely on verses. And like you said, three sixteen—that's actually my life verse. Amen. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one that. I, yeah, <laughs> I was just looking at that today. I'm like, yeah, that is that's my life verse. Let the the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another in Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Yes. It just explains all of the what He's placed in me. That that verse. When I read that, I'm like, that's for me. That's for my life's calling. Because it's talking about teaching. It's talking about singing. And, you know, it's all about the Lord. Amen.
0: And whatever you do, do it in the name of Jesus. (laughs) Giving thanks to the (laughs) Father. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. 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 Uh, So, um, if you would. Whatever the Lord lays on your heart to really encourage people about worship, um, I want you to take a you know a few minutes and just share um, about the power of worship and how we should be worshiping God.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I worship is a lifestyle. It really is. We can always find something to praise the Lord about in any situation, in any circumstance, at any time. And we should we should focus on his goodness for us when jeremiah twenty nine eleven we understand it says that God has good plans for us, you know future uh, to give us a future to give us a hope to not bring about any evil to give us an expected end, an expected end, a good end that means you know there's not going to be any sickness, there's not going to be any disease, there's not going to be any um pain struggling what he wants is to give us an expected end, something where it ends well. And we want our lives to end well in him. And as we worship him, we just get closer to him. We just really draw near to him. And as we draw near to him, he draws near to us. And as we study study and meditate and converse with God on a regular basis, we learn all about his character. And as we learn who he is, we really get to see just how much he truly loves us. And we become so full of thankfulness and gratefulness that we can't help but praise and worship our wonderful Jesus at all times. We praise without ceasing. Because we cannot praise what we do not honor or trust. We have to teach our heart to trust mm. Him. We, we can learn to honor Him at all times. Because faith is what pleases God. And what better way to demonstrate your faith than by pouring your heart into worship, into thanking Him at all times in all situations, and we can always go to the story of Jehoshaphat, where he sent his he sent the praise leaders ahead of them, ahead of the army. And God did not tell them to send forth your praises and then I will save you. He said, "The battle is mine." This the story is in Second Chronicles twenty. 15 and then through 22. Uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to read it. That's it's a very long story, but it's it's very nice. Yes, and yes. It just it's one of one of my favorite um, historical references to praise and how powerful worship is. He God said the battle is mine. And as we praise, we take the battle out of our hands and we put it in the Lord's. So no matter what's happening, we offer that sacrifice of praise. And, you know, sacrifices require something to be consumed. When we sacrifice our praise, what we're really sacrificing is our carnality, which is what our senses are telling us. We burn up the doubt, the unbelief, the fear, and the worry as we praise Jesus in the midst of a trial. And we prepare the way for the king to make his entrance enthroned on the praises of his people. We bring Jesus into the situation when we praise him. And that's everything. Because when Jesus is in the situation, every name has to bow down. Every situation has to get better. Because Jesus, he's only good. And he only has good for us. And he wants us to just know how much he truly loves us. And love takes care of us. Love isn't something where it just ignores you. You know, neglect is a crime. God doesn't neglect. He loves. And he's provided everything we need that pertains to life and godliness. So all we have to do is praise him because it's already done. It's amazing to think about that. As we praise man. him, we're thanking him for what's already been done since when the foundation of the earth, Amen. the finished work of Christ. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Yes. Amen, my brother. Amen. Oh, man, this has been such an awesome time. Um, man, I don't want it to end. I want to keep on talking about worshiping God and doing it. (laughs) And it just, you know, I'm sitting here just worshiping God. My hands lifted just as you're talking and just thinking about his goodness and thinking about his mercy and uh, just thinking about his grace that he has poured out abundantly on us and just how you said his loving kindness is better than life. Um, (laughs) It's just, oh man, it's just so amazing. Um, how good God is in the midst of no matter, no matter what you're going through, no matter what's going on, uh, mm-hmm. praise is still uh, the right response. You know, uh, yes. th- 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 there's a time and a season for everything. Right. But the one thing that, mm-hmm. that there's no time and season for praise uh, defies any time or season. It doesn't matter what the time and season right. is. Praise is right. Cause the Bible says rejoice, always. So there's never a time where you can't rejoice in the Lord. There's never a time where you can't give him praise. There's never a time where you shouldn't rejoice in the Lord and give him praise. And so, oh man, yes. uh, this is awesome. This is awesome, awesome, awesome. If you, would do me, <laughs> if you would do me one last favor, I like to have my guests, especially when they come on with such presence of God on them, um, to pray for uh, my listeners. Pray that they would have a, a love for praise in God and that they would praise without ceasing as you have described here today. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. It would be, be my pleasure, thank brother. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we just thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. We just thank you for this time of fellowship. We thank you that your presence is always with us. You are ever-present help in time of need. Lord, we thank you for the gift of praise. We thank you for giving us a voice to worship you For giving us hands and feet to dance for you, Lord. To giving us talents to glorify you. Hallelujah, Lord. We just thank you for blessing us, for anointing us for such a time as this. Lord, as we go forth, we go forth and we will praise you. No matter what the situation, no matter what the circumstance says. No matter what the doctor says. No matter what the world says. No matter what anyone says, Lord. Your word shall stand firm. Your word shall stand true. And Lord, we rely on your truth. We stand on the firm foundation of Christ. Hallelujah, Lord. We just thank you for all the goodness that you've got planned for us, that all of your plans toward us are good, that all the precious thoughts that you have toward us, Lord. They're all good. And we thank you for bringing us to a deeper revelation of how much you truly, really, ridiculously <laughs> love yes, God. us. Hallelujah, Lord. We just thank you. Uh, we give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. We give you all the glory, Lord. There is no one like you. Lord, you are holy. You are set apart. There is nothing that compares to your glory. There is nothing that compares to your name, Jesus. And so, Lord, we lay aside every heavy weight. We take on your easy yoke, Lord. Lord, we cast all of our cares away. And we let your perfect love just wash away every single fear Every single worry, every single anxiety, and we praise you without ceasing at all times, in all situations, in all circumstances, Lord, because you are worthy of it and you love us so much. Hallelujah. That this sacrifice of praise we give you, Lord, is pleasing to you. It's pleasing to you, and we just thank you for all the goodness that you've got in store for us, for all the love that you have for us Lord for all of the things that you do for us and through us and around us hallelujah Lord we just thank you we bless your holy name and we shall go forth and we shall never stop praising you you. we shall never stop worshiping you because you are everything to us you're everything good Lord and we thank you for loving us so much in Jesus name we pray amen
0: amen amen hallelujah thank you god this is just so so awesome thank you so much for taking the time out uh, to join me uh this is uh, this has been an experience This <laughs> definitely been an experience um you can tell that you know praise and worship is not just something uh, that you do but it's a part of who you are and that's awesome And so I want to thank you for joining uh, the Love Thy Neighbor podcast network. Um, Like I say to my uh, my guests and to my listeners, uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. Thank you, Aaron, for coming on. God bless you. Please, guys, go check out the Praise Without Ceasing podcast on Anchor. Uh, Aaron Beach is his name. You can look him up. Uh, are you on Facebook or anything
1: else? I mean, I'm on Facebook as myself. I don't have a page yet, but I'm thinking about okay, getting
0: one started. Okay. You know, uh, you, I mean, they, they can look you up. Maybe you're playing some songs or something on there or worshiping or uh, giving a, a a word or um, scripture or, you know, some way they can follow you and know what you're doing and be able to follow your podcast. Thank you again for for coming on. God bless you, man.
1: Absolutely. It was my pleasure. And I do share. I'd share encouraging words just about. Every Amen. Day Amen. Words, I, I, I,
0: I can't have... imagine that you wouldn't.
1: It's, it's full
0: of the praise. You are. There is no way you wouldn't have an encouraging word daily. So God bless you, man. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today.
1: Absolutely. It was all my pleasure. God bless.
0: God bless. You,